0: Because, um, yeah, God has kind of opened up my eyes a bit to kind of see a bit more that you know, generosity is not really just about money. It's so much more than that. It's about our hearts. It's about trust. It's about so much more. So we're going to read t- from chapter 8 in 2 Corinthians. Um, and this is what it says. So it says, this is Paul's letter to the Corinthians. And he says, And now, brothers and sisters, we want you to know about the grace that God has given the Macedonian churches, as he had earlier made a beginning, to bring also to completion this act of grace on your part. But since you excel in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in complete earnestness, and in the love that we have kindled in you, see that you also excel in this grace of giving. I'm not commanding you, but I want to test the sincerity of your love by comparing it with the earnestness of others. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that you through his poverty might become rich. And here is my judgment about what is best for you in this matter. Last year, you were the first not only to give, but also to have the desire to do so. Now finish the work, so that your eager willingness to do it may be matched by your completion of it according to your means. and that's where we're going to stop at the moment okay so first of all you um we are obviously speaking about generosity today so and we're looking at generosity so you would sh- hopefully should have got um a, a few things a few goodies on the way in um I'll kind of explain what we're doing with those as we go but it's really about responding today making things a bit more interactive making things a bit more interesting basically rather than um me just standing here talking to you and um, we're going to put um into practice kind of the things that we're looking at today okay so you should have a thank you card. And so we've already, there's been such a theme of thankfulness. Remy, thank you so much. You've tied that in perfectly. So I don't even need to talk about that anymore because Remy's done that for me. So at some point today or this week, write a thank you card to God for all the amazing things that he has done and put it up on your windowsill or upon your desk, somewhere you're going to really reflect on what God has done in your life. That's part of our response today. Um, The other thing I'll come to a bit later on, the yellow post-it note. Um, The other bit, the the needed, wanted little card, is basically a way that I thought we could maybe put into practice this bit that I kind of just read at the end there about somebody's plenty supplying somebody's need and vice versa. And just, I thought, Stephen, my husband, he didn't grow up in a church environment. Um, and sometimes he just has a great perspective on things, because I get super spiritual and everything. Let's pray, like, you know, like, okay, pray for this, pray for that. And then he's like, well, why don't we just do something about it, you know? Um, so yeah, I love that. I love that. And he's come up with this motto. And if you're in our life group, you've probably heard this almost on a weekly basis from Stephen. Or that's what it feels like. Maybe not. Maybe it's like once every three months. But <laughs> it's a great motto, and I'm using it because I love it. And it is basically, um, how about being the answer to someone else's prayer? Um, and so what we're gonna do with that is, at some point today, um, if there's anything you need, it could be something s- really small, your hoover's broken, or it could be, I, you know what, we really need some a babysitting, you know, some babysitting this week so that we can have a date night, or something really practical, something small, y- maybe you wanna help with a project that you or something. My one is, please can somebody with a very tall ladder help us to, like we, we just want to borrow it, we're not gonna take it from you. Um, <laughs> Help us to reach the broken drain pipe, which I have been pestering Steven, to just kind of get. D- I, I realise I've been pestering him, that's so bad. These days I should be do up there on the ladder, shouldn't I? Um, I shouldn't, it shouldn't be a man's job just to do that. So, um, yeah, please maybe could somebody help us with a ladder and fixing our drain pipe because it's been broken for a while. So, that's a really small little silly thing, but actually that would be really helpful. Um, so, whatever it is, just pop it on, pop your name on there, and we're going to lay them out. After the service, just on a wee table, have a little look. If there's any way that you think, oh, I could help with that, then go ahead and do that. So that is the wee pack. I'll come to the post-it note afterwards. I've got a bit. Obs- I've got a bit obsessive with the stationery this week. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I got a bit over the top. But I just want to get to the heart of generosity. <coughs> this is not going to be a message about tithing. This is about trusting. And again, we've already <laughs> been already reflecting on that, haven't we? Trusting God. Let our fears and anxieties go. Where we're feeling, you know, we're lacking or we have less than what we need, it's much more about trusting in God when we come to being generous. Or if we have lots, we have plenty, we have plenty to share. You know, it's about trusting God with that plenty and being able to hold it lightly and say, you know, God, this is all yours anyway. How do you want me to use it? I trust that you will help me to know how to use this. Also, this is not going to be about what's really in our purse as much as it is going to be about purpose. There's only a couple of letters difference between the words purse and purpose. See what I did there? So love a bit of a, what's the word? Wordplay or puns or whatever. Um, yeah, so um, it's about our purpose. Our purpose is to support one another, to love one another, to be a family. In a family, you share You don't let somebody, you know, come to the table and go, I'm hungry, and then not share what you have with them, do you? It's a family. And um, we're also there to help people um, outside of this building, people in our community, and be the hands and feet of Jesus. And also, this is not going to be a guilt trip. I don't want anyone walking out of here feeling a bit like, oh, I need to be more generous. Oh, my goodness, I'm so challenged, and I don't know what to do about it, and feeling heavy-hearted. It's about just... Receiving a a kind of a fresh revelation of God's goodness, his kindness, and going, you know what? We have received so much from him. And it's just that overflow kind of moment. And I think that's what Paul's getting at here. It's an overflow of what's in our hearts. Um, We personally have benefited (laughs) in our life of God's kindness, his grace. And um, one of the stories I thought of was how totally remarkable remarkably surprisingly out the blue when we were in great need we i was pregnant with my with our fourth child we were living in a two-bed house dead end dead end dead end that we couldn't we didn't have enough money to buy anything um we there was no council house swaps this is a while back when um, we were younger and um out the blue i got a call from Stephen at work and he said um he he sounded a bit weird he sounded a bit shaky on the phone i thought oh my goodness what's happened but it was remarkable news that somebody, a distant, distant family member that we'd never even met, we didn't know their name, had um, turned out he was quite a successful businessman and he um, had put like money in a trust fund so that if when he passed away, he basically said, share it with everybody in my family, even all the ones he hadn't met. And so this came, like uh, the honestly, I was like, we were properly like desperate um, and feeling just like, our house is too small and what are we gonna do? We had no options and it's like, what we were singing earlier god made a way where there was no way um that's how it felt because we were just desperate and, and that's god's kindness god's goodness the, his timing and i mentioned this because he wasn't a christian as far as we know um and i've been so like i was thinking about all the generous people i know and so many of them are not christian <laughs> and i was really challenged by this like i work with sinead uh, she's an amazing person and uh, one day i told you know she said how are you and i was like oh um you know i'm just being a bit tired and stuff like that next mi- next day i came in there's a mug gift wrapped with goodies in it with my name on it Th- and it's that Sinead does that kind of thing like on a daily basis it's her routine it's her way of life and you know you can just tell with her that it just comes from it comes from in here it's not an obligation it's not like she f- a tick in a box, oh, that's me, done my generous good deed for the day. You know, it's like this comes from the very depths of who she is because she sees what people need. She goes, she notices, you know, if someone does isn't himself and stuff like that. And, you know, that's what Paul is kind of getting at here. He's saying that in verse 4 that we should be a, a people who see sharing and generosity as a privilege. Like he uses the word privilege, like it's my privilege to help you out. You know, this is not just oh, you know, I ought to do this or I should do this. It should be a privilege, and that's what these Macedonian churches were were doing. They were seeing it as a privilege. They were actually pleading, "Please, can we give something? We hardly have anything. Can we give it? Can we give this tiny amount that we have away?" It's crazy, isn't it? So many people, I think, that, that don't go into church and don't have Christian background, live this way. And we it really challenged me because I was like, we should be living this way. Like, so much. And it challenged me because I'm like, I know when I really examine my heart, you know, I know that there's, I'm missing the mark a lot of the time. And so we, d- it is like we have to, I think the key, as you know, is, is kind of seeing, gener- like when we look at our generosity to other people, we need to see it through the eyes of, or through the lens of. God's generosity to us. like He has been so generous to us. This should just be natural. This should be an overflow. It challenged me a lot to think about that. And these people here were so desperately poor. These churches, uh, they, they were experiencing a famine. They had hardly anything. It says they had they were facing a severe trial. They were facing fierce troubles. They were desperately poor. They were in a season of difficulty, of suffering and poverty, and their joy overflowed. <laughs> it was like, what? <laughs> like They were overflowing with joy, and what was the action? Give it away. Give it away. Be generous. Be extravagant. And they had every single excuse and reason to go, oh, no, 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 we can't. Like We hardly have anything. You know, almost like that passing the offering basket down the line, of oh we can't, I'm sorry. They had every reason to say, not this time, we're going to have to put that on the back burner kind of thing. Um, and isn't it so true, like, I've been, I've, I know some, I lived in Kenya for five months when I was 17, and, like, the amount of times that I was invited into someone's house that had, like, this tiny little two-bed, not even 2 r- two-room tin roof, like, tiny little space, and it's, like, fresh chapatis, tea, like what do you want, what do you need, have our food, sh- like, and these people, they, they didn't, these families were living like hand to mouth, they didn't have job security, they had they're on like the lowest wages you could imagine, and there was, but they lived by this principle that what was theirs wasn't really theirs, it come from God, and God's purpose for it was to share it, to give it out, I know I don't live like that, <laughs> I know I don't live like that, and it's like these Macedonian churches, they lived like that. I'm just, like I say, I'm, not, I'm just going totally off piece here. So, it, it Matthew 6 is amazing. You know, Don't worry about food. Don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about your needs. Don't worry about, you know, what if this and what if that. Just focus on, seek first the kingdom of God. And the kingdom of God is generosity. Don't store up for yourself treasures here on earth. We should be thinking about our heavenly home, storing up treasures there, and that means giving a lot of what we have away. And like I said before, it's not really all about money and what we have. It's about our time. It's about our gifts. It's about our abilities. And that's where this little yellow post-it comes in. My gift list. I, I got inspiration for this. From the 40 acts um, challenge, which some of you might know about. It's like a lent generosity challenge that I did a few years ago. And one of the challenges was write down a list of everything that you have to give. So instead of a gift list where you say, oh, this is what I want, it's a gift list of this is what I have to give others. And I thought I'm oh, maybe going to get, at best, like a few things on there. Like I just had a baby. I had no time. I had no energy. I thought at best I'm maybe going to have four or five things on there. But actually, as soon as I started, it's like, oh, what about this and that? And oh, you know, I'm a parent. I could, you know, I've got a bit of maybe wisdom about parenting, I'd like to think, maybe a little bit. <laughs> um, you know, I'm a pharmacist. Oh, yeah, I suppose I can help people with, you know, they've got questions about health. And the more I kind of, I've got home. I've got, I can, I can cook a meal. Like, I could, you know, cook a meal. I could invite people around. Like, And the more I kind of put these things down, I was like, oh, there's way more that I have than I, than I kind of realized. And maybe some of us we need to go through that and just remind ourselves of what we have to offer. Some of us maybe think, oh, I don't really have much to give. But we're all going to have sort of wisdom, experience, maybe practical skills. Um, it could be creativity. It could be like you can play an instrument, and how much joy can that bring to somebody? You know, how much can that lift someone's spirits? It could be something arty. It could be your car. You know, you can give someone a lift. You can um, lift, share. It could be anything. Like ma- it doesn't have to be financial material. It can be your time. It could be picking up the phone and just being a listening ear for somebody. So, can I challenge us all to fill that in? Make sure you have it, something on every single line, because I know that we all do <coughs> have a lot to give, and I'd ha- start to think, hmm, how could I share that? How could I give out? What, you know what these things I have to offer for some of us and um, I really feel like the pandemic was such a crucial point in our generosity kind of journey where we're suddenly like oh church services aren't happening like what do we do with our time and then it's like oh hang on uh yeah right there's people that I feel isolated there's people that are in need of food parcels being dropped off and the church all over the place stepped up didn't they going oh look what we can do And I really feel like for a lot of us, God started something in us then. And it's kind of just been on the back burner, like I said before. And I know I'm one of those people. And so Ashley, she's our amazing social transformation leader. (laughs) Um, And she has got so many ideas about how we can reach out. And, you know, I just think it'd be amazing, wouldn't it, if off the back of today, if a few of us, at least a few of us, could just step up and say, you know what? I've I've got a couple of hours a week. Or, you know, I could do this. I can help out here and there let's just maybe have that chat with Ashley and stop putting this on the back burner, like, oh, come back to that, you know, when I've got more time or I've got more, you know, just ask Ashley, is there something I could do that just is something small? Just start small. It doesn't have to be something massive. But I really feel like for a lot of us, you know, it's it's time to kind of let God finish what he started um, in terms of generosity. And so coming to the end. This is like a proper whistle stop to her <laughs> around my notes, which is good, because they were too long. <laughs> uh, the other thing that really challenged me recently um, was kind of thinking about generosity with no strings attached. Generosity with no catch. Generosity with no hidden agenda. And um, I think it was, was it last Saturday? It feels like a long time ago, but it must have been last Saturday. Uh, one of the churches that near where we live, a different church, I'd put on, like, a community fun day for the the community. And everything, it said, you know, free. And I'm like, free, but there'll be something that you have to pay for. So I kind of took cash anyway, just thinking, there probably will be something you have to pay for. But everything was free. Genuinely, everything was free. So that was the first thing that was like, oh, this is nice. Um, It was so fun. There was balloon modelling. There was... Um, henna tattoos glitter tattoos bike repairs there was games and prizes and they were so fun but at the same time I was like oh, at some point someone's gonna you know say you know we're, we're from a church and I'm gonna go yeah you know I also go to church like it's you know um, um you know that's really great you know we're th- we, we think what you guys are doing great but we're already part of another church so I kind of had this script in my head that I'm like I'm ready if anyone says you know come to church on Sunday well I'm actually gonna be at church on Sunday it's in a different place so, be, you know, kind of being supportive, but you know, we we already have our place at the moment. Um, and nobody asked that. Nobody did that. And what really impacted me was that I was kind of thinking, oh, nobody's done that. And as we were leaving, going back to the car park, this guy was like stewarding the traffic. I was like, ah, they get you on the way out. That's <laughs> what they do. Uh, <laughs> um, and he came up. He's like, have you had a nice time? He's like, yes, we had a nice time. was like, yeah, I know where this is going. And he's like, well, that's what we wanted. We just wanted everybody to have a really good day. And it w- that was it was like, oh. And I it's silly, but that really struck me because I know for a fact, you know, s- for me sometimes it's like j- generosity with like hidden agenda on the side. Um and maybe this will lead to like I could pray for you. Maybe this will lead to we'd like to come to church. Maybe this will lead to something else. And I was so challenged by that because it shouldn't be about that at all. <laughs> It should just be generosity for the sake of being generous in itself is the kingdom of God. Without the prayer, without the come to church, the generosity itself is the kingdom. We're being the kingdom. And so, yeah, can I invite all of us, just as you, everybody should have got given these by one of these by now. This is all of us. And it's all going to be different ways and it's all going to be different things that we have to bring and have to offer. But really, I think it is time for a few of us, at least. Some of us, we're like, oh, man, this is it. Like, I've I've had this, in th- I've had this going around, like, oh, I should get more involved with this, but uh, not yet, you know, I'm a bit busy. Now is the time. Now is the opportunity. And I'm saying this for accountability that, Ashley, I'm having a chat with you. Um, and I'm saying that so I don't go, oh, yeah, like next month or something like that, we'll catch up for coffee at some point. I'm saying that because I know that I need to do this. <laughs> and I've known it for about six months and haven't done anything about it. So, I, w- yeah, I just encourage all of us to just think al- about what it is that we have to bring because we do have so much to bring. What if, like Stephen kind of said, you know, what if our generosity could be the answer to prayers? That and, and And not just prayers, but just people who are crying out, you know I f- desperately for friendship or encouragement or hope or just a friend you know like just somebody to talk to or something physical some help of some kind you know our generosity can be the answer to that Um so let's stand let's worship and for a few of us we might need to f- maybe physically sort of just step forward like come forward here don't you know you, might know? you might not even know what it looks like. You might think, "Well, I know it's something, but I don't know what it is." Just maybe you need a bit of clarity. So we're going to invite the ba- you, you. Okay, to come up. Is it what, a one more song? Or one more song. The kids are going to come in. It's going to be messy. It's going to be chaotic, but that's fine. Um, for some of us, maybe we just maybe it is just chatting to Ashley, or maybe it's something completely different. Um, but there will be a response. Maybe it's just taking some time to fill in this um, yellow post-it and just reflecting on what you have to bring and how you could just literally just do like one thing this week so yeah let's let's not be just a people of talk you know let's walk the walk that's so cheesy isn't it oh my goodness I can't believe I just said that let's walk the walk (laughs) not just talk the talk (coughs) practice what we preach and let's um yeah let's worship